The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by the Combank Bushfire Recovery Grants. It's one way they're helping to support local communities impacted by bushfires. For more information, head to combank.com.au forward slash bushfire recovery. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Tuesday the 4th of February. In your squiz today, Barnaby Joyce to challenge for the leadership of the National Party, an update on the coronavirus evacuations, terror attack in London, and the MVPs of the Super Bowl. This is your squiz today. Politicians are back in Canberra for the first day of federal parliament today. Claire, it's probably not the calm start that the coalition might have hoped for, with Barnaby Joyce saying he will challenge Deputy PM Michael McCormack for the leadership of the Nationals today. Yeah, and a fairly unprecedented thing for the Nationals as well. It's very rare that they have a leadership challenge like this. The leadership question was thrown open because, of course, Bridget McKenzie, the former agriculture minister and former sports minister, resigned from the front bench on Sunday, so they were going to replace her. But it was a development yesterday that Joyce, who has long grumbled about his relegation to the backbench since his private life was laid bare back in 2018, uh, to put his hand up and say that he wanted to challenge for the leadership position. And the other big news, of course, was that Green Senator Richard Di Natale announced his retirement yesterday, both as leader of the Greens and from the Senate. Quite an unexpected one. He is a relatively young man. He's not 50. Uh, He had been leader of the Greens for five years, but uh, after some reflection over the Christmas period and recovering from a knee injury, he says that he's had to think about it. His boys are growing up very quickly. They're only nine and 11 years old, and they've only ever known him as a grumpy politician. So (laughs) it's time for him to bow out. It looks like Adam Bant, uh, who is the only Green in the House of Representatives, will be made leader today. There's plenty more updates on Australian politics in today's newsletter as well. The latest on the evacuation of Australians from Wuhan has 243 people, including 89 kids and those considered isolated or vulnerable, now in quarantine on Christmas Island, Claire. The first of four charter flights has taken off from a RAF base in Western Australia and made its way to Christmas Island. Uh, More will be transported there today. Also news overnight that it looks like a group of Australians will go from, uh, from that Wuhan region to New Zealand today. The New Zealand government is carrying out its own evacuation and it looks like there's some space for some Aussies on that. Uh, Also looks likely that those Australians will make their way to Christmas Island as well. A 20-year-old British man was shot dead by police after stabbing three people in South London on Sunday in what police are calling a terror-related attack. 20-year-old Sadesh Aman was known to police and halfway through a sentence for distributing extremist material. The UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson said his government needs to take a hard look at what happens to those who are convicted of terrorism uh, offences. There's echoes of another incident that wasn't that far back where a convicted terrorist released early from jail stabbed uh, and killed two people and injured three others um, around the London Bridge area. So, yeah, there's lots of concern about this and lots more debate to be had. 
Over in South Africa now, Claire, and the trial of an HIV vaccine in South Africa has been stopped after tests showed that it was ineffective in the prevention of the disease. Researchers were really hopeful that that was a trial that would deliver good results. They'd had some early good results from Thailand. Uh, They then amended the vaccine uh, to the strain that's most commonly found in South Africa, which has the highest rate of HIV in the world. But unfortunately, that trial has had to stop because they've found that the vaccine is ineffective. Uh, While treatments for HIV have improved significantly and improved the lives of people with HIV significantly, there's still a need for a vaccine. There's a bit going on in American politics, to put it mildly, (laughs) an election, (laughs) impeachment proceedings, an upcoming State of the Union address. Let's start with the Iowa caucuses. You've got a great link in today's squiz that illustrates how this works, but why is it important? It's the first hit out for the Democrats to actually get people uh, to put a vote on who they want to be their candidate for the presidential election at the end of the year. So it's a good early indication about how that field of candidates is tracking. Uh, It's also got quite a spectacle to it, the Iowa caucuses, so it's well worth having a look if you're into politics, how that actually works. And the winner of the past four Democratic contests has gone on to be the eventual nominee. Yeah, so really good indication of where it's going to go. And then Trump is said to be feeling very confident about his State of the Union address. What does this usually entail? It's really a scene setter for the year uh, of where the country is going, what its issues are and what the president is focused on. And of course, while Donald Trump's impeachment trial isn't yet over, there were calls for that State of the Union address to be delayed. But Trump was having none of it. It's going ahead uh, tomorrow morning for us. It's said that the president is very much looking forward to delivering that address. (laughs) And it will be very, very positive. A big week in American politics for sure. An update on housing prices now, always a topic of interest for Australians, I feel. Data from January shows that prices are on the up in the cities, but also in the regions. If you're a first home buyer that got into the market last year, as you are, Larissa, (laughs) well done, because prices are on the way back up. Uh, It looks like Sydney and Melbourne are recording very strong rises. They did in January. We're talking about uh, 1.9% in Melbourne and 1.1% growth in Sydney. So they're quite significant numbers. Also positive returns for all the capital cities. Uh, 0.7% growth for the month in regional Australia too. The Super Bowl was on yesterday. Kansas City Chiefs beat the San Francisco 49ers 31-20. It was their first win in 50 years. That's the sports ball part of it. The other two big things about the Super Bowl, of course, are the ads and the entertainment. Got to love the ads. It's one of the best love them. time yeah. of the year if you're into smart and funny ads. Uh, it seems that nostalgia was quite big this year. Yeah. We saw MC Hammer come out, uh, the cast of Groundhog Day. Uh, Molly Ringwald was also um, talking about avocados. Uh, there were some modern iterations. We had little Nasex um, take on um, Doritos, which is quite a funny one. Uh, though critical acclaim has gone to Google for a very emotional uh, ad that they played that had lots of people crying into their Doritos and their Cheetos (laughs) as as the game went on. Um, Of course, a lot of focus on Jennifer Lopez and Shakira as well for the halftime show, which is well worth a look. Definitely. If you've got 15 minutes and you want to see some spangles and some pretty impressive dance moves, head to the Squiz Today email and check that out. 
Each day, the subject line of the squiz relates to one of the news stories. What's the subject line today? You won't believe it, Larissa, but I've managed to tie Jennifer Lopez to Barnaby Joyce. No. Um, okay. I know. Oh, my gosh. I think, this could, I think this could be my crowning achievement of the year. I've taken uh, a lyric from her song, I'm Real, yeah. uh, which is what, what you get is what you see, and that is definitely part of Barnaby Joyce's pitch for the leadership today. So there you go. J-Lo is the soundtrack to a potential leadership spill for the Nats. <laughs> That's all from us today. If you are enjoying the Squiz Today podcast, please tell your friends or leave us a review. Recommendations are the number one way that we grow. Also, a big shout out to all the parents and teachers who are back to school as well. Don't forget to check out our new podcast, Squiz Kids. It's a podcast that delivers the news kids style in seven minutes each weekday. You can find that in your podcasting app and I will put a link to that in the episode notes as well. Have a great day, everyone, and we will chat to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au.